That's a little loud for me. It's for the listeners. It's not for you. I know, but you can turn my earphones down, can't you? Asshole. <laughs> That's better. Oh. on down here. Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Now, she's going to have to learn that, like, everything is live now. Whatever. Like, everything she just said, you're all hearing. What about what the fuck's going on with my headphones on my head? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like they're being, like, pulled behind the bar. Oh, because... <clears throat> Your cord is like nine miles long. Oh. <laughs> um, let's let's put on some music. Uh, you didn't say hi to the listeners, did you? Yes, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, how rude of you. Oh, I did. Oh, aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Antique Lounge. <laughs> I, may, I may have already said that. I don't even know. I think you did, too. Oh, my goodness. What's going on? I think we need a drink. We, we definitely, definitely need a drink. Yeah. But here is some Esquivel. Oh, very nice. Because uh, he is the last of the three classic exotica artists that um, iTunes had released some new uh, playlists for. Like okay. this, the essential yeah. of Arthur Lyman, Martin Denny, and uh, now Esquivel. Okay. Oh no, it was Les Baxter. Wow. Anywho. But this is very nice. Yes. So uh, we're having something called the Apricot Lady. Nice. And I like apricot, so. Well, you're getting peach. What? Yes. <laughs> because. So there's a reason. So um, I'm going home. You lured me over here with apricot. I uh, I looked up um, the apricot apricot brandy that mm-hmm. I needed at the two closest large liquor barns, and neither one of them had it. Um, but everybody had peach. There was peach available, but it was a, a 20 mile drive. I guess peach is a a more common flavor that you would find, right? I yeah. do like apricot though. So I'm shaking the apricot lady. Well, don't call it the apricot the lady peach, anymore. The peach lady. The peach lady. And you want to shake her really well because she's got egg whites. Mmm, which I like. So we're going to put this in our fancy cocktail glasses. And then I will tell the listeners how to make it. And uh, Sunshine and I are in a weight loss competition with a couple other people. So this one is a low calorie. It is. Yes. Yes, it has no added sweetener, which is good. Mm-hmm. Because when we do weight loss competitions, we mean fucking business. We do. Yeah. I have lost 10 pounds so far. Yes. And officially for the competition, I've only lost two and a half, but I actually started a diet two weeks before you guys decided you wanted to do a competition. So I think I've lost about seven pounds. Ah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Clinky. To losing, to losing our COVID shell. Mm-hmm. Our COVID cocoon needs to go away. It tastes like a daiquiri. Don't you think? It does. So hence I like it. It's it's sour. Yeah. Um, but it definitely has the peach flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here, listeners. Yes, it's very good. I like it. Here's uh, This came from 1001 Cocktails. Now, that title alone, I believe... Probably 25 different people have written a cocktail book called 1001 Cocktails, and they bastardize all kinds of recipes, and they throw them into a book. Sure. But I went through the rum section, and I picked this one out because I thought Starshine and I would like it. And here you're correct. It is one ounce gold rum, one ounce apricot brandy, or Mm -hmm. in this case, peach brandy. Uh, Let's see here. One half ounce of... 
fresh lime juice, strained, because you do not want lime pulp in a drink like this, because you're going to serve it in a cocktail glass. It's fancy. It's fancy. You want smooth. Uh, three dashes of orange curacao, which basically comes out to a little less than a quarter, a quarter ounce, a little less than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one teaspoon egg white. And crushed ice, shake really, really, really well, and and pour into a chilled, fancy cocktail glass. That's all you got to do. Not so hard. Yeah, and it is tasty. Mm-hmm, it is tasty. Even, even if it's peach, it's tasty. Well, long run, I'm actually glad I got the peach brandy because I was out of it, and uh, I need that for making... Um, Missionary's Downfalls. Oh, which I really like. I do yeah. like Missionary's when Downfalls. As soon as spring comes and the fresh mint is in. <laughs> the missionaries come out and they want their downfalls. Well, yeah, you just can't have enough. Yeah. You uh, So let's see. I feel like, see, I'm still lo- learning the new soundboard. Your volume is not high enough compared oh, to mine. That seems about typical, though. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still adjusting. Yes. All right. So why don't we go ahead and find the mail sack? Okay. Is there mail? What? Is there mail? There is mail. All right. Yes. So we're going to find the mail sack and, um, well, and then we'll look, see what's in it. All right. I hope it's something nasty. No, 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 no. Why would it be something nasty? I don't know. It's that time of year. People are trying to fill their New Year's resolutions to be meaner to people. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I'm going to get rid of Hungarian Rhapsody. That's what's playing right now. It's manic. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, here we go. Oh no, here we go. Oh, the no, sack has here disappeared. We here Mm-mm. we go, here we go, for, for real. Oh. Is that the sack? Is it, is it a funky sack? Is this the normal music for the sack and I just don't know it? Yes, because you're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> I mean, for 15 years that's been the music for the sack and I never realized it? Pretty much. Oh, well, it was very funky. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, here we go. Um, so, this one, kind of fun. Well, well, well. You all sure have been busy lately. Three podcasts this month. I know, something got up your ass. Can we expect the frequency back as it was in the early years? I remember hearing Sunshine and Pumpkin almost weekly for over two years. Then came Starshine and Kehlani and Campari Kraken and things slowed down. No! <laughs> It's got to be a lot of work, but more would be nice. Right now, I am drinking Tahitian Exotique, which is one of my all-time favorites. Thank you for all the good times. Rick Sands from Los Angeles. (laughs) Well, Rick, I'm sorry that I ruined your frequency. (laughs) You know, Rick, if you have a problem with frequency, you should probably see your doctor. (laughs) I think there's a pill for that. Um, Well, so I've been excited to use the new soundboard, but also... I need to practice using it because, as you can see, mm-hmm. um, what see now, I need to get better at using it because what I should have done was cut Starshine off during the intro, yeah, so she doesn't talk over it too much, um, and uh, and a few other odds and ends plus volumes and levels mm-hmm. and um, things because uh, it, it it is controlled similarly but differently than the old school analog soundboard. I do tend to yammer on till right before we start. So that's so that's why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. But okay. he didn't answer his question. He didn't. He did. He asked if we were going to be recording more frequently. Oh, um, well, 
So far. Yeah, so far. We're, maybe it was our New Year's resolution to actually do podcasts. Yeah. So far. I mean, this is the 4th in January alone. Yeah, which is... We haven't done weekly in a really long no, time. No, uh-uh, it's been a long time. We'll see if I get it posted before the 31st. Mm-hmm. Which, less today. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It maybe. might happen. Um, I have a potential Zoom meeting for game night with the gays tonight. So, oh, um, so you, that might just get in the middle of it. It might. Uh, this next one really just says, LOL, Shangra would be so cool if it was real. Carrie. So you weren't on last yeah, episode. Yeah, I, I need some background on I, Shangra. I invented a, a new app. Okay. It's called Shangra, short for Shangri-La. Yes, yes. It's the app where people who like tiki and also white supremacy can go to meet up. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, if, um, like, let's say you you don't like people with accents and you don't care for people who look different yeah. than you and you don't like people who pick their groceries from the, from the ethnic section of a grocery store. <laughs> Shangri-La is a little too exotic for that kind of app, don't you think? That's the whole point. Because uh, they tend to play songs like YMCA Yes, and I mean, don't get the irony. I mean, unless it's like you say it like you're can't, you know, like... Like my roommate in college, instead of saying La Jolla, said La Jolla. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. She was from the Midwest, and and so unless you say I it might like have a mother who says Shangri-La or Kus- something, you got to call it Shangri-La or Kusadilla, Kusadilla or Jalapeno. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, I think it could be Shangri-La or Shangra, but they have to pronounce it wrong. Shangra. Shang Shangra. Well, we can spell it. Weird. Yeah, we can spell Sha-ang-ra. it with a. We can spell it with a ch. Yeah, something weird, you know, so that they C-H-O-N-G-R-A. think that they're being they think they're being exotic, but they're really just being stupid. <laughs> so that yeah, so that's the whole thing. Mm. Um, it's it's not a real app. Mm. Uh, now this is a long one. Have been listening for a couple of years now, including going We're back sorry. through old episodes and catching up. The mm-hmm. new episodes are perfect every week to make Mondays at work a little more bearable. Well, if you're lucky. Um, who is this from? EA. If you're lucky, this one will be posted for you before Monday. Yes, we wouldn't want you uh, to have a bad Monday. And the older episodes make occasional seven-hour drives between Dallas and Memphis and back for work feel more like three hours. Wow. <laughs> That's high praise. I'm in, I, it really is. We don't deserve that. No. <laughs> uh, but please go on iTunes and leave us a five-star mm-hmm. review and then say something fun. Yeah. Uh, I am uncomfortable getting back on planes thanks to the COVID. My question is not super important. Just thought you might uh, you might be in the know since you appear to know everything Tiki. I do not. Mm. Uh, do you know what has happened to Huma Huma and the Kritiki site? It doesn't appear to have um, been updated in a really long time, several years. Well, that might be something you actually know. I have tried contacting several times uh, to hopefully share my home tiki lounge on the map, but have never gotten a response. I have dreamed about making one for several years and finally spent 2020 converting the home office into a tiki lounge. Congratulations. Well, why have, have, haven't they sent pictures to you, us? You should have sent us pictures. Yeah, so that, we need a picture, so please send it to us. It has become a much better use of the space to escape the world and chill. Well, like I yeah. said, not important. Love your show. Thanks. EA from Dallas. We would love to see your tiki bar. And there, is there a tiki bar either in Austin or Dallas now? Yes. We should we should go yes, to Texas. Uh, so, well, EA let me can go, show us around. Let me go ahead and check the interwebs and see if I got a response from Huma. Huma, 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 Huma,
So I, I sent, I actually sent her a message. Um, we've met uh, like two or three times, like at happenstance at a bar, um, Zombie Village in uh, the Bay Area, for example, um, and at an event or two. But I, I really don't know her. We don't have. Um, any type of close relationship, but she's very involved in the community. And uh, as far as I know, she's doing well. Uh, but why why the site is um, idle specifically, um, I don't know. I know that it was a great resource. It was also um, similar to uh, TikiCentral.com, mm, okay. which uh, Hanford has stopped uh, mm. updating and it's just not a resource anymore. Basically, other forms of social media took over. Sure, yeah. And I don't know if that is why she's let go of uh, Kritiki. Kritiki, for, who, for those who don't know, it was a site where you could look at a map of the world and there would be a pin for all of the tiki bars, whether currently operating or extinct. Mm-hmm. It would tell you if they were still open. It would tell you, it would, it would give a, a rating, um, you know, a rating out of 10 mm-hmm. of how authentic, how good the drinks were, um, the decor atmosphere, all of that. Um, and there were, you know, California has quite a few that are in the nines and mm-hmm. the 9.7s even. Well, um, it sounds like it was a lot of work, so maybe she just... I'm assuming. Yeah, it I mean, it sounds like it was a lot of work. Uh, definitely a lot of work. Yeah. So you can still go to critiki.com, C-R-I-T-I-K-I.com, and you can look at all of the old resources, but it's just not new. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. So that's all I know, uh, which isn't, you know, a full answer. But if I do get a response from her, then um, I will I will share. Pass it along. I totally will share. Totes. You should all... Send your comments and questions to mail uh-huh. at zentikilounge.com. Yes. Because. Why? That's how you might get them answered. Uh, <laughs> you might. <laughs> you might get them answered. We'll you try. Might, you might just get them answered. Um, now, these first uh, these first uh, six Esquivel songs mm-hmm. that we're listening to mm-hmm. um, come from his standard albums. The next two after this one is going to be from an album where they did electronic remixes. Oh. That's how popular Esquivel is. Uh, a lot of Exotica artists have been remixed. And even in popular rap and R&B culture and pop culture and dance and trance, they are using little pieces or themes from Exotica tunes and weaving them into mm-hmm. modern interpretations or just using them as a background pop or poof. Yeah, this is good background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next two after this again will be uh, electronic infused, Ray, Ray and, then, and then the next eight after that will all be from Mr. Ho's Orchestratica, which is a contemporary orchestra yes. that, when they released their first album, it was all Esquivel. Yes, they did a tribute, mm-hmm. and we've seen them live. Yes, we have. Yeah, that was good. It was very good, mm-hmm. and got to meet uh, got to mm-hmm. meet a few members of the band and get mm-hmm. a signed CD. Or no, I want it. Yeah, I think you won it. What did I answer? Uh, something Ooh. about Gilligan's Island? Or, or the Munsters. The Munsters, one of those two. They, they were playing songs yeah, and you yeah, had to yeah, guess Yeah, them. yeah, that's right. I either yeah. guessed Gilligan's Island or the Munsters yes. first. Yes, we saw them at that little theater in San Pedro. Yeah, that sounds about we right. We brought our own liquor in. Uh, did we? We did, as everyone did. Well, of course, Even yeah. though they were selling liquor, we... We bought liquor, too. Yeah, but... we bought liquor, too, but just really to get the cups, I think. You want it? You want a pregame? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have a few things to talk about, and uh, we're going to start with the one that you added. All right. Um, the great grape nut shortage. Yeah. So I got in my uh, text, I got an ominous message the other day from Hibiscus that um, 
2021 just got worse because now <laughs> there's a grape nut shortage. And for me, I was shocked because I thought I was the only person on the planet that ate grape nuts. I love them. I love those tiny little rocks. I eat them every morning. They are very high in calories, actually. So you have to watch. Like you've been eating them for a long time. Yeah. This is something I didn't know yeah, about. I like, I, mi- I like mixing them into yogurt and making a sludge, a crunchy sludge out of them. Yeah. I feel like I never knew you. I And, you know, the thing is, is I really don't like cereal because of the whole cereal milk thing. I'm sure that I've explained on this podcast a long time ago. So we your, don't. Your, um, your babysitter would yeah. drain the milk out of the cereal and put it in the refrigerator and make you drink it later. Yeah, she was just foul. And so I used to drink from the hose outside. But um, <laughs> with grape nuts, when you pour milk on them, it's really there's none left over after. So they, because they soak it up. So I don't have that problem with grape nuts that I do other cereal. Anyway, so apparently grape nuts are selling out and people are freaking out, which is shocking. But now that I think about it, when I go to the grocery store, there is only one box of grape nuts on the shelf only all the time. Really? And you just noticed it? Well, I just thought that it wasn't popular and I was the one buying it, it. But maybe just everyone goes in there and buys grape nuts and I didn't know. I need to start a club. I need other grape nuts club. Yeah. Of of fans of grape nuts. (laughs) I need to know who else is. And I've kind of, I've shifted hibiscus over to grape nuts. She eats them now too. So, you know, my favorite thing to do with grape nuts is, and I don't remember where I learned this, but it was, it was probably a recipe on the box. Yeah. uh, Cause they have recipes on the box. Things you can do with grape nuts. See, this electronic escadillo. I like this actually. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, it is very dancey. I, um, you, so you take grape nuts. Yeah. And you, um, just like you're making a graham cracker crust for like a cheesecake, and you um, put some melted butter in with them and some cinnamon. You could put whatever winter spices you want, really. Um, And you use this as like a streusel topping on top of a fruit pie. That would be crunchy. Uh Well, no, it's not because the butter soaks into them. Oh, it soaks into it. And then you, um, and you can add some brown sugar as well and oats are optional, but you don't need to. And then you you sprinkle that over um, like you could do a a cherry, apple or whatever pie. It still seems like it'd be a little bit crunchier than like a flour streusel, so it might be nice. It, it does, it does crisp up. Like I basically, it gets soft and mushy. Yeah. But then it re-crisps yeah. because of the butter when it's in the oven. Yeah. Well, I'd like to hear from people who like grape nuts because I seriously, <laughs> I have been mocked when I've bought that cereal before. No, it's good stuff. Um, but people, no, people are like, how could you eat that? It's like eating rocks. And I'm like, well, it's kind of like satisfying because you it fills you up. You know? I think especially if you're like a grinder. Yeah. Like me, you grind your teeth. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also you can't eat it fast, which I like. It's not like you can inhale it. So if you're like, trying to watch your calories it's kind of something that takes a while to eat you know anyway i like i said i was just i cannot believe that people are freaking out but i would freak out if they if they weren't there anymore you would freak out if the great nuts were gone i wouldn't eat any other i just wouldn't eat cereal anymore oh my goodness well it's pretty much the only cereal i'll eat for the the before mentioned reasons you know so you know you've gotten old when the sugary cereals are gross to you yeah, I right? can't eat him. I mean, maybe so, Raisin Bran. That's the only not a sugary. Ex- the only exception for me is any cereal that has peanut butter in it, like peanut butter Captain Crunch. Sweet Ugh, Jesus, Jesus Christ! Ugh, I hate Captain or, Crunch. Or the Reese's uh, Reese's cereal. Oh yeah. The sweetest one, actually, I like Frosted Mini Wheats a lot. But yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Yeah, but I don't know if I consider that sweet. It adds a lot of sugar. And then there's a uh, a, ra- a Raisin Bran that the raisins are covered in some kind of granola, nutty. I don't know. Those are really What about good. one of my favorites, mm-hmm. um, Cracklin' Oat Bran? No, I don't like Cracklin' Oat that Bran, actually. That stuff is crack. 
<laughs> I am certain that there's crack in that. Hmm. Uh, and then a cereal that is now extinct, but I really did like it, uh, Smurfberry Crunch. Oh, it turns God, your milk purple. so nasty. I can't even think about it. <laughs> I do like granola, but granola is very high in calories, so I avoid it. Because granola is tasty. Oh, yeah, like muesli. Yeah, I love yeah. muesli. I love muesli. Yeah. It just makes me think of mucinex now. I think, I guess I just like anything that's chewy and takes a while to eat. Because muesli is kind of like that, too. You can't just inhale a bowl of muesli. This is true. Yeah. That's my my deep thought for the day. Well, I mean, I'm glad you brought that. You know, <laughs> I, we have plenty of other things to talk about, but that's definitely that's definitely a good one. The next one, well, actually, so let's go back to uh, our tiki roots here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had you watch a video before you arrived. Yes. And we've talked about um, Spike's Breezeway uh, on the podcast before. So yes. Spike, he is the lead singer from the Hula Girls. Yes. And he has been making the most of not being able to perform. Mm-hmm. He started with putting out an infrequent YouTube episode where he'd make a cocktail and he would have a guest on. And the guy knows a lot of people. Yeah. By the way, the Hula Girls is a great band. We've seen them live many, many times, times and we love them. Yep. And at the end of this week's show... I am going to play my favorite song. I know, I know. You've heard me play it on the podcast before, but that's because it's my favorite Hula Girls song. Well, I can hear the same song sometimes. Everyone likes a favorite song. Volcano. Mm -hmm. I just love that song. So anyway, so Spike, his last two episodes, you have to watch these. Because if you want to know anything about, um, you know, the last two Tiki and Polynesian palaces that existed... Mm -hmm. His last two episodes cover a good amount of this for you. So, Ooh, uh, this song is jazzy too. So, the most recent episode is uh, he makes one of. If there were, if I had to say, if somebody said, Sunshine, what are your two favorite tiki drinks that yeah. are not your own recipe? Yeah. Oh, by the way, EA, he said Tahitian Exotique. Yeah. Which is the favorite of my own recipes. Yes, yes. Vanilla pineapple, delicious. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, look it up on the website. But um, I have two favorite uh, tiki drinks that are not my own recipe. And one of them is a Don's recipe. Mm-hmm. It is Dr. Funk. Yes, you It do is look, a super sour Dr. drink yeah. with also some of that um, like Pernod or star anise yeah. like licorice flavor to it. Mm. Love it. And then the other one uh, I discovered the first time I went to the Maikai in Florida. Uh, probably, I think that was like 2007. Seven? It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, that was the first time I went. Yeah. Um, and it's a coffee drink. Mm-hmm. But it's not a coffee drink as in like it's made of coffee. Coffee just happens to be an ingredient just like the rums yeah. and the other yeah. stuff. Yeah, because there's a shit ton of ingredients in it. It comes in a large brandy snifter and it's yes. it's so fucking tasty. Yes. And did you so, say the name of it yet? Black Magic. There you go. So Spike, uh, he oh. dialed up Jim Hayward who has uh, worked very hard over the last uh, like decade or so trying to take the secret recipes from the Maikai because they don't give the recipes out, yeah. figure them out, and post the best approximations that we can so that we can try to enjoy them at home. On a future episode, Starshine and I will be, because we're the only two on the podcast that would drink a coffee drink. Yeah. So uh, Pumpkin doesn't drink coffee at all. She, she doesn't, and Kehlani would, like, hates. sip it. But like, Kehlani would have, like, a seizure because she mm-hmm. just does not like coffee at all. Pumpkin would probably sip it and then make a face. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
So, anyway, uh, you can get the recipe now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put a link to Jim's site so you can find recipes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put links to uh, Spike's Breezeway so you can watch the episode. It's super good. Uh, and of course, you know, Spike is really, I've, I've complimented him before personally, and, and, and I want to tell everybody, he does a really good interview. Mm-hmm. And the show is really nice. So, yeah, he's very personable. Black the show Magic, is fun to watch. Super good yeah. cocktail. Now, the episode that he did right before that, mm-hmm. um, he had a spot where he showed how they were saving the Don the Beachcomber, the mm-hmm. one in. Um, Sunset Beach, yes. uh, yeah, Huntington Beach, California. They were saving the giant blue marlin. Yeah, I mean, it's been up there which since Which I did not realize how big it was yeah. until I saw them standing next to it. The marlin is taller well, than I people. Well, I mean, it's all the way up in the air. You can't, there's no, you know, yes, it's a big sign. I didn't know. Well, now you do. So uh, anyway, but of course they also talk about Dawn's mm-hmm. and they give you a little bit of history there. And so... If you really want to hear about, really, I say, these are the two last standing true Tiki Polynesian palaces that included uh, event space, mm-hmm. dinner shows, gardens. Yeah. Um, I had my wedding at dawn. Yes, yes, you did. Um, you get a little bit of both of those in these two episodes, and uh, you get some cocktail recipes, of course, and Spike just does a great job. So Yes, check there. them out. And have one more sip. And of I this can't wait to have that drink. Peach lady. Yes. Mmm. Mm. The faux apricot lady. Yes. We've both finished them now. Yes. Well, I have I have one sip left. Okay, so um there's a fuck ton of snow up on those mountains. I know. My brother is gonna send me pictures. He's gonna go all shining on his family because he can't get out of that house. Your brother's cabin, I just love it. We stayed there for was it one or two nights? Two nights. Two nights? Did I stay longer? Or did you stay with me the whole time? No, we left and went to the casino the same day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my brother's lived in Lake Arrowhead for probably five years now, and he's moved three times. But this last house they gutted, and um, it's very mid-century modern on the inside, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah. 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 Kind of a spin on it, but like terrazzo because um, I demanded they put terrazzo in there. So it's white terrazzo. It's very, very beautiful in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I can only imagine how much snow they have. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a it's a tri-level um, cabin like many of them are. Yeah. Uh, I would love to be there right now. I know. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be really nice. Yeah. Uh, anywho, but so um, I... I was talking to somebody on social media and they were like, oh, I'm so glad we got so much rain and there's so much snow in the in the mountains around Los Angeles. That's like so good because we need the water, blah, 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 blah. And I said, um, I said, it's a common misconception that, uh, you know, snow on our local mountains would be good. It's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but our water comes from the Sierra Nevada, which is central northern California exactly. mountains. Exactly, so you need more not stuff here. up there. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. Now, the, the snow, there is... Also, plenty of snow happening on the Sierra Nevadas, yeah. which is great, because when that uh, snowpack melts, it comes down this direction, yeah. and then we drink it up. And like at my sister's house, she lives up near Sacramento, between Sacramento and Tahoe, it rained and snowed for like the last week and a half, mm. so. There you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, we got, in some of the local mountains, and people are familiar with them, there's Big Bear, there's Arrowhead, Arrow Bear, Arrow Bear, Crestline, Crestline. Uh, anywho, Rim of the World. Yes, so Santa's Village, Twin Peaks. There's a Twin Peaks. There is. Yeah. 
we got um, almost three foot in some places. Yeah. Uh, which for our mountains is a lot. Yes. For the Sierra Nevada, you, you probably need to double that before you say it's a lot. But, yeah, but for Big Bear and Lake Arrowhead, that's a yeah. lot. Uh, and it's beautiful. So every time I'm driving to work, the view behind me on the freeway is the mountains in my rearview mirror. And then when I'm coming home again, I get to see the snow and it's really nice. Um, so we're off to a really good start with our mm-hmm. rainfall here in Southern California. But And then I'm thinking of what the cluster F that road up there looks like right now. Because once it snows, everyone's like, hey, let's take the kids and show them snow. Yeah, okay, so funny, Which is a funny you mentioned disaster. that. I love when, you know, Channel 7 or Mm. Channel 4, they take their van up there and they basically interview people who are too stupid to realize they might need chains or might not be able to drive back down and they got stuck. Yeah, or they're surprised that so many people are up there looking at the snow. Correct. It's like it's a Saturday. What do you think that people are going to be doing with their kids? Yes. Yeah, maybe try Wednesday in the morning. I've seen a couple people... Uh, two people now driving on the freeway and they had clearly been up there because uh-huh. there's a, a mound of snow on the top of their vehicle mm-hmm. that's like flying off as they drive. Or I'll see like people posting on social media with their kids. Oh, took the kids to the snow. And I'm like, that probably was miserable. Yeah. <laughs> You're making it look happy, but I think that was probably not happy. <laughs> I, def- I definitely wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so there's, a, there's definitely a plus and a minus to that. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to do something in a little bit uh, and it requires us to drink more alcohol. Oh, I'm so sad. How do you feel about that? I'm open to it. Oh, yeah. I'm glad new, you are. You know, I'm, I'm ready for COVID to be over and I'm just open to new experiences. Because we're going to do it mm-hmm. uh, fancy. Oh, like we're so, going to stick our pinkies out? I was gifted a bottle of um, of the older Lemon Heart Demerara rum. Yes, the, you were. The 80 proof and then also the 151. But not recently. No, this, I mean, they were gifted to me probably six years ago now. Yeah. Um, and so adding a little bit of water uh-huh. to the spirit when you taste it to bring it from 40% to 35% allows you to taste it differently. It allows you to pick up, in a lot of cases, more aromas and flavors. And the reason is because when it's 40% and higher, there is a higher astringency. Yes. So your tongue is, in some ways, anesthetized. Kind of sh- or shocked by it, right? By yeah. the alcohol content, and then you can't get all the flavors. Yeah, you can't taste it. So mellowing it out, you say, is helping yes. taste the flavor. Yes, just like when you put something in your mouth and you swish it, uh-huh. you're you're swishing that, you're adding saliva, you're diluting it a little bit, and you get more Don't gross me out. That's, that's going into flavor. cereal milk ter- territory right there. So we are going to try a nip of the Lemon Heart uh, Standard Proof 80, okay. both with and without the water. Okay. And I want to challenge Starshine. To leave the house after that? No, I, but I just, I want an honest opinion. <laughs> okay. Do you Taste pick more. up more? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you have I kind of feel like I need to taste the lesser one first, right? Oh, we're not doing the 151. We're just going to do the, the, the 40, 40%. Okay. Um, but you're going to have to entertain the listeners while oh. I get this ready. Well, I don't even know what we're going to have to talk about. I feel like he probably should have had that all prepped in advance. Don't you, listeners? I think he's pretty rude. Anyway, let's go back to Grape Nut, shall we? I'd like to know what cereal you guys like. 
I want people to tell me that they have the same love of grape nuts that I have. I'm looking for fellow... <laughs> looking for fellow grape nuts people and then at the next tiki event we'll have a breakfast where we all sit around and eat grape nuts around the pool oh i think actually i think sunshine thinks that's a good idea hmm? and we can all exchange grape nut recipes well we um can you hear him? you know on the, on the last day of tiki caliente yeah that's what i mean when you're like baptizing people in the pool i want my own side thing where we're eating grape, grape we're all going to be eating grape nuts together we can like sprinkle them on dole whips we can put them in our pina coladas. We can take shots of rum and then eat. Ooh, maybe rum with grape nuts. You might actually be onto something. Yeah, I think I think I've got my own side gig for your baptism going on. Okay. All right. You should probably monetize this. Maybe people's uh, penance for <laughs> sinning is coming over and eating grape nuts with me. Breakfast with the Zen Tiki Lounge. We take donations. Yeah, and we only eat grape nuts. <laughs> Grape yes. nuts and coffee. <laughs> I'll allow you to sprinkle right. it on yogurt. So grab your okay. Grab your little tiki shot glass. Okay. So uh, this is the... This isn't cut with water. It is not. Okay. This is the Lemon Heart uh, Demerara, mm-hmm. um, old label. And uh, this is the 40% alcohol. Okay. So go ahead and give it a sniff and a try. What do you get? Hmm, like vanilla-y, brown sugary. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, w- I would agree. Yeah. Also some burnt. Mm-hmm. Some very dark, like, like almost like you scrape the molasses off mm-hmm. of a cookie tray molasses. after it burnt. And some astringency. It's... Yes. It bites okay. you on the back. You gotta finish it. All right, now let's do it again. Mm-hmm. Another little skosh. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, use filtered water for this. Filtered or bottled water. Mm -hmm. You don't want some tap water that's going to have metals and stuff in it. Mm -mm. And the ratio that you want to use for this is basically uh, five parts liquor to one part water, generally. Okay. So if you had a full ounce of... Uh, the liquor, you're going to put uh, just around a teaspoon of filtered water. Just to into tone this. it down a little bit. Now, you can do more or less. I mean, some people, I know like bourbon whiskey drinkers are like, oh my God, I do two drops or I do a tablespoon. I do. Fine. Then what you do, do that. What do you do, do you? Yeah, you do you. Now, I think smell it smells it. less astringent. Mm-hmm. Now give her a taste. definitely mellower. Now I get caramel. Yeah. It's just nicer to drink. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I think you actually taste those flavors over the whole thing instead of being punched with the astringency at the end. Yeah. You know, which is nice. So now I get, in addition to the molasses and the other flavors, I get caramel. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? What is that? Almost, I want to say pepper. Pepper, definitely pepper. I'd agree with that. I feel like it's kind of citrusy too. I'm feeling like a oh, like bitter, like bitter lemon peel. Yeah, yeah, lemon yeah. peel, lemon yeah. peel. Yeah, so still the vanilla and the brown sugar, pepper, lemon. I would say like a lemony. I'm kind of like 
citrus that is bitter, like the peel is bitter. Grapefruit. Grapefruit, yeah, maybe grapefruit. So listeners, uh, if you have not already tried some of your spirits this way, uh, you should. You know, yeah. what's, what I think is funny is when you go to um, most tastings, Ooh. They don't do this. Mm-hmm. You go to a high-end tasting, and there will be water available for you to use. You'll see that little bottle of water. It's not just for rinsing. Oh, it's not for spitting, huh? Uh, no. Um, and sometimes they'll give you a... Um, so in some tastings, uh, they will give you a bottled water, and it's usually like Fiji or something like mm-hmm. that, and it's a sponsor. Mm-hmm. So you get, you get the sponsored water that you can pour into your spirit when you're tasting it. Uh, but anywho, try it. So go get your favorite. I mean, you you can try it with a silver, but get, get your favorite dark rum, get your favorite amber rum, and go ahead and just add a little bit of water and see if you taste the difference and if you can pick out more Yeah, but flavors. there's a difference, I think. Yeah, it's nice, actually, to try it with some water in it. And I'm a little more buff. I am too. You're, I'm not leaving anytime soon. Yes, you are. No. <laughs> I'll let myself out, drunk nap. Okay. Um, all right. So let's move on to, uh, you know, something else. People. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to something else. Yeah. So people, you know, they listen to this podcast. Do they? And um, on the first episode of the new year, I always talk about where are people listening from. And I, th- I was on that episode. Were you? Yes. Okay. So, so we've done that. Because it's not Germany is number one anymore. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No, Germany was never number one, but they I were thought, very high on the list, yeah. which we thought was odd, yeah, right? Yeah, which, yeah, I did think was odd, but that's okay. You go, Germany. <laughs> um, that's a shout to Stefan. That's <laughs> just Stefan in Germany. Yes. <laughs> um, so let's see here. So I'm pulling up our, um, I'm pulling up our analytics. And uh, so we'll, we'll go with the... Um, activity log and what i do like is that uh the page visited most often uh usually is sunshine's very spicy rum mm-hmm. as it should be and uh right after tasty. that is blue tsunami which was one of the most recent drink recipes that i posted yeah. and right after that tahitian exotique yes people really like that I, I i always gonna plug genie's fire because that's the one i like let's see if i even see genie's fire on here oh read them off what are my i need to be okay. jogged my memory um well, podcast. No, what drinks? Oddly enough, Smudge Pot, smudge which pot. is like a, um, that's a spirit forward drink. Uh, then there is our store. There's mm-hmm. Pool Drink, mm-hmm. which is a tiki sangria. Mm. Um, smudge Pot again. The Witch Doctor. What's in the Witch Doctor? I don't remember. Mm, um, ashes, Ashes, We All Fall Down. That was this year's fall drink. Oh. Uh, Xmas Helper. Uh-huh. Pog Grog. Yeah, Pog Grog, you said was, I remember that. That was popular. Let's see here. Um, do, 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 do. Foolproof Holiday Cocktails. That was a, a trio of cocktails. Mm. Dirty Christmas Punch. Uh, Xmas Helper again. Scurvy Killer. Oh, I do like a scurvy killer. Island Fruitcake. Kehlani's Punani. Oh. And a reason I think a lot of the holiday ones are coming up at the top is because we just went through the holidays and yeah. so people are... Yeah, well, that are, would be logical. Yes, Yes. Fuck. People are, uh, well, they're looking at that. Um, okay, so let's see here. So um, sometimes I just see that people are listening from the strangest places or places I've never heard of. Yeah. Let me put it that way. It doesn't mean that they're strange. And one of, uh, one of the places was Hoobastank. Um, no, that's not the name of it. Hold on. <laughs> Hoobastank. <laughs> 
That's not that's not what it is. Um, I was like, there's really a town called Hoobastank? No, 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 no. <laughs> that band's named after something. <laughs> I know. Hold on, hold on. Let's see if I can find it, because now I'm going to be like, God damn it, I can't find it. Uh, so Spring Hill, Florida. Uh, where else? Seattle, Washington. Probably no, no surprise there. Grove City, Ohio. Maybe Grove City, Ohio is is weirder than Seattle or Florida, but there's tiki bars there. Uh, the Colony, Texas. The Colony. Yes, the Colony. Uh, there is Charlotte, North Carolina. The Colony, Texas. Somebody was really looking at a lot of our stuff. Livingston, New Jersey. Surrey, British Columbia. Oh. Gray, Maine. Somebody there looked at a lot of stuff, too. Oh, fun. Vienna, Virginia. Uh, Ventura, California. But it's fun to Antelope think of all Valley. the people from all these different places looking at your drinks and stuff. It's interesting, right? Dallas. No, it, it is. Uh, Bloomfield, New Jersey. We're all interconnected. Pullman, Washington. St. Oh. Petersburg, Florida. Lakesville, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, Florida. Lorraine, Ohio. Torrance, California. Was that you? Maybe, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Followed by Riverside in Toronto, Minneapolis, Slovak Republic, San Francisco, lots of San Francisco, Chesterfield, Derbyshire, United Kingdom, College Station, Texas. Uh, Anyway, so, but the one I was trying to get at was the Slovak Republic keeps popping up. That's interesting. Who? Slovak Republic. Oh. You're getting very romper room right now. Who knew? Uh, there was no. There was there was one place, and I can't remember. And it sounds like Hoobastank. It's like something like that. Like it's Hoboken? Like, no, it's like Lake Hoobastank, New York, or yeah, something I'm like sure. that. I don't know. <laughs> How about we call it Lake Hobo's Grotto? Okay, Lake Hobo's Grotto <laughs> has been looking up stuff on our website and downloading the podcast. <clears throat> and uh, I Good had for not you, Hobo's Grotto. I had not anticipated that, but it's kind of fun for me to know that people are. Yeah, from different places. Yeah, <laughs> hobo, hoboing it up with your drinks. That's right. Yeah. Uh, here, let's play some more Escavel before that song goes away. There we go. Um, now I'm going to tell a little story. Oh, okay. I'll settle down. So get my snuggie on. I first got into Tiki Truly because I was gifted uh, some Exotica albums, mm-hmm. and I just all I just knew I liked them. Yes. Right off, like them. And some of them I'd heard before. And in your mind, when you're younger, you're like, where did I hear these? Was it at a parent's house, an aunt's house, an uncle's house? Yeah. Definitely wasn't my parent's house. They never liked anything that fun. Uh, so um, anyway, so Esquivel, for example, which we're listening to, was one of the artists where I started buying the vinyl when I could find it, even though I didn't have a turntable at the time. Well, But the album covers are beautiful. Yes, they are. And I had been asked by somebody... What do you do with your vinyl? Do you put it up on display? And the answer is I don't. And that's because I have no wall space left. Yeah, you've uh, filled it up with bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Bottles and murals. Unfortunately, there's a window in this tiki bar. Yeah. Uh, But I like to close it up. So I know a lot of people, they, they, they frame them or they put them up and they make an entire wall out of them or like a display behind their bar. Yeah. And I saw something at the 111 bar in Palm Springs or Cathedral City that our friends operate. And uh, they took some, not some Exotica albums, but just some vintage vinyl from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And they framed it and put it behind 
uh, on the wall what is now their uh, DJ booth. Oh, okay. So behind them, you've got all these cool, you've got all these cool pieces of art uh, from you know that are period. Um, it's probably stuff they'll never play in the place. Well, when are we gonna go there? But they've. You've uh, been. I can go back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, but they so one eleven bar in Cathedral City is um, it is a gay bar and they have. Um, well, now that they can reopen, because California has finally ripped the Band-Aid off the total shutdown. Yeah. Uh, they, they're doing outdoor dining only. I would say, wait until you can go inside, right? Until we get at least some indoor dining, because then it's easier for them to have a DJ at the booth, have some people at the bar. Mm-hmm. They have plenty of table space inside yeah. and out. They're installing heaters on the patio this week. As is needed. But uh, nice space with uh, a cheap cocktail menu because gay bars always have cheap cocktails and good happy hours. And, and why is that? You know, there are there are fancy gays and there are cheap gays, mm-hmm. uh, but um, there's a lot of cheap gays. Yeah, well, they always want a good drink deal, right? But also, I would say gay culture, it does involve a lot of drinking. Yeah, so you want a deal because you're going to be having multiple drinks. Bingo. Okay. I get that. Yeah, so great beer and wine specials. And, of course, the portion of the cocktail menu was designed by me. So So go check that out. And taste tested by me. So go check it out. But then you'll notice. So I'm just Mm. I'm sharing this because I think it's a good tip for people. They say, like, you know, what are ways to decorate? Well, so maybe you have your vinyl that you've been collecting, Mm -hmm. your Exotica. Well, maybe you use that as something to go like you're just going to do a a standard four foot bar in your apartment or your Mm -hmm. house. And you're not going to make a tiki room a full on thing. But you're just going to have a corner, right? A wall. Put your vinyl up behind the bar. Yeah. Great conversation piece. And mm-hmm. of course, I'm sure you can have all of those on your iTunes, your Spotify, your whatever. And if somebody says like, oh, what is that one right there? Be like, I'm going to play it for you. Well, and like Hibiscus, she bought a whole bunch of little, um, I'm going to say stands that they're command, they command strip to the wall. So she can, she, she has a whole bunch of vinyl and she switches it out every month. She does? Yeah. Wait, who? Hibiscus. Oh, I never noticed. Yeah. Well, she just started it upstairs. You'd have to be on her Zooms to see. Oh. Yeah, it's upstairs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not on her Zooms. Those yeah. are work and I don't want to so do it. So they're like, you know, these little ledges that she bought and they're white and they're for vinyl, but yeah. they're command strips, so they stuck to the wall. So it's not like you have to like drill into the wall for them. And then, you know, she just changes out the uh, records on it. Oh, how many does she have up there? Mm, I'd say eight. Because didn't she get gifted a bunch of vinyl? Yes, and that's why she got them, because she got gifted a bunch of vinyl. Oh. Yeah. And there was one uh, one week where we did the wall all Bill Cosby be. She was gifted a lot of Bill Cosby. No. <laughs> did she Zoom with that? <laughs> she put it down when she had to Zoom, because oh, okay. you probably yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah, be for yeah, the yeah. best. But no. I think we did all... She actually works in a particular department that, that wouldn't would not, take kindly yeah. to that. I think we did all Bill Cosby and then like one... It was like Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, that, I mean, they don't damage. It's a good idea. They don't damage your walls and you can just switch out your vinyl. That is a good idea. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to put a link to that. I know you can all just look it up, but mm-hmm. I think I'll put a link to it. Um, or maybe you can send me a picture of Hibis- Hibiscus's setup. I can. And then I'll then say, and here's where you go to get those. Yeah. Because I had not heard of those. And I yeah. know 3M has all kinds of different products. We've been using the I hooks. mean, I don't know if it's a 3M product. I just know that, that it's It doesn't not, matter. It doesn't matter. It's a 3M-esque product, right? We've been using the removable stickies to decorate hotel rooms for a decade now. And they're still there. 
Some of them yes. are still there. This will be interesting after COVID to go into that room and see if they're still there. Because you think this would have been the perfect opportunity to go through those rooms and like totally like repaint. Clean, repaint. Cl- they should be spotless. I bet that cockroach is still in there in that one room we always had. I know. Yeah. Behind the thing. The couch. By the co- yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. I'm going to text hibiscus right now. All right. Um, so there you go. So uh, that's that's a way that you can maybe decorate if you haven't already considered it, or you have some wall space that you want to fill up, and you can do it the removable way. So if you're in an apartment, for example, you're not like damaging anything. Yes. Um, all right. So uh, the the next and probably last thing I want to talk about on this episode is. Uh, the price of tiki mugs. And it's because uh, this was some conversation going on online and I have I have some strong opinions, but mm-hmm. also in a way I don't have an opinion. So just like anything, if you wanna buy a Tesla, up mm-hmm. until recently, they were only a high-end vehicle where you were paying, you know, close to a hundred grand. Yeah. Then they were in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Now I believe they're in the 50s, Yeah. right? Uh, So, but tiki mugs have, like, they've gone the opposite. You know, you could get them for $15, $20, $30, and you can still. But now, some of the ones people are loving to collect, they are $80, $90, $110, etc. They're, you know, there may only be $150 ever made. They're for events, or they're just an artist, um, does a small run. Um, and if, if you like to collect those, that's great because this whole thing comes up because somebody asked me, sunshine, what mugs should I collect? And I almost feel like you shouldn't ask me that. You should collect what you want to collect. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly it. If you collect via the price, that's Mm -hmm. okay. Sure. If you, you if you think that paying the higher price, you're looking for the higher priced ones, then yeah, do that. If you're doing what is aesthetically pleasing to you, then do that. Yeah. Like if you see a set of four tiki mugs in a Target that you're like, I like that. Yeah. Just stand there for a moment before you look at the price. And if you like it, you like it. You and say, yeah, and yeah. say, would I like to serve drinks in this? Yeah. And actually have it on display and in my And if you home? have snobby friends that would say something about that, you tell them to fuck off. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Or have Starshine come over. She'll do yeah, it. Yeah, be like, fuck you. Um, so now on the top shelf of my bar, I have my most expensive collection. Yeah. And when that collection started, these are the Tiki Caliente mugs. Yeah. I want to say they were probably around $45. Yes. Um, but most recently, I think it's all the way up to 90 Yes. I think the most recent one was... But they yeah. have definitely gotten more ornate and detailed over time. Yeah. And once you've bought into a series that's only released yearly... You're stuck, right? You're... I only have two tiki mugs. Really? Would you like to guess what they are? I'm going to guess it's probably a little dick and a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our now extinct tiki mugs yeah. that are no longer available. <laughs> Did you get either of those with the logo on the back, the Zen Tiki Lounge logo? One of them has the logo and the other one doesn't. I don't even have one with the logo. Yeah. So the sec- uh, the um, little dick has the logo and the big dick yeah. doesn't. Yeah. One of the few tiki mugs, the only one I know of, that actually has a pour spout. Because I top. took the tiki mugs down to the person that I'm dating to show to show proof that we are actually a podcast that had our own glasses. And when I showed them to him, I was like, fuck, this one doesn't even have the stamp on it. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's no proof. Hasn't he, he seen the rocks glasses? But the other one, yes, but the other one did have the stamp on it. So it made it more official. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
So, yeah, don't, I mean, there's just no reason to buy the super expensive ones unless there's one that's released that you just really want. Yeah. And here's another thing. Everybody has to have a limit. So I just, for a while, I kept collecting and collecting and collecting. And then I realized I have nowhere to put them. And yeah. my decision, my personal decision was, if I have nowhere to put them, I'm done. So now, if I if I have to have another one, I have to get rid of one. I think that's good. That's, that's where I'm at. Idea. Sure. So, and I'm just, I'm not going to budge from that. Because yeah. if, I, if I allow myself to collect, I already have not enough space in my garage for the shit that I need to get rid of. Yeah. So glad that my neighbor said they would take the exercise bike I'm not using. Oh, but you already have one upstairs, don't you? We have a Peloton now, ah, which I, I don't, which I don't use. The husband uses it every day, sometimes mm. twice a day. And I, yeah, I just don't. Anyway. I hate cycling. I only do it. Me too. At home now, if I can't get out to the gym or for a walk, because I really would rather slip my wrist, but I for, I'll force myself to use it if it's the only option. I don't know if I would put it next to slitting my wrists. No, but, I really do not like cycling. But I don't care for it. Yeah. Uh, I would actually rather go for a quick walk or jog. Me too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the back to the mugs. Uh, you um, you have to decide. Are you just going to keep collecting or are you just going to really, like, you should feel okay going to an event and seeing the mug and saying, I'm not going to buy that one because well, it mean, just that's... doesn't spark anything. You know, like, Right. That's for any kind of collection that you're going to have, though. I mean, tiki wa- tiki mugs, stamps, yes. coffee mugs, whatever floats your boat. I mean, do you need 500 of them or do you need 30 of them that you really like? That's right. kind of what, you know. So here's what I have. I have a set of mugs that are, I believe, they are art. Mm-hmm. And I have drank out of all of them once to christen them. Yeah. But because I certainly don't want to have to wash them and worry about it, um... They're on a shelf with earthquake putty because this is California. Yes, thank God, because those would just come right down. And then I have a set of mugs under the bar, Mm -hmm. which usually I buy them in pairs. I like to have two of the same. Yes. Um, And I have about uh, 24 of those. And those are the ones where when people come over, I let everybody pick their own mug. Mm -hmm. And then everybody remembers which one is theirs. They don't have to worry about what drink is theirs. I always like watching people pick their own mug. Yeah? Yeah, it's kind of a personality thing, like asking them to choose their own wine charm shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Speaking of, um, a friend of mine has a set of wine charms that are all adult sex toys. Oh. And uh, uh, I recall (laughs) that his mother was pointing to to one of them, and she goes like, what is that one? Mm -hmm. Like, she could clearly identify the dildo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was able to identify the Benoit balls. <laughs> <laughs> and so which one could she identify? She could not identify the fleshlight. I don't think I could either. The fleshlight is a um, cylindrical can-like device yeah. with a, um, a soft, soft skin simulating type material on the inside yeah. that you might insert something okay, into. Okay, so that's why a woman would not recognize a fleshlight. I correct, don't. Yeah, correct. because I'm not inserting anything into it. You wouldn't. Yeah, no. so I would be totally flummoxed by it also. <laughs> unless it looked like, I mean, I've seen the vaginas before that you could stick so, a... So, yeah. yeah, so I, I, of course, was like, why don't you explain that to your mother? <laughs> Ew, no. And I'm like, fine, I will. Yeah, because you'd explain it to my mother. Yeah, I would yeah, totally explain yeah. it. 
And uh, that was followed with, do you have one of those? <laughs> and I said, actually, I don't, but I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, I mean, why would you be opposed to that? Not opposed to it. I yeah. just, no, I don't have yeah, one. Yeah, but I can't, I don't think a woman would be, would right off the bat know, like, we, we know our sex toys, but maybe not a fleshlight because we don't, we wouldn't, we don't have the parts for it. Correct. Yeah. There's not much you could do with yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, this is balls. You could use it on your, your boyfriend husband. I could, yeah. If yes. he was into, if he's into that, I'm all for it. You know, like sometimes you like, you know, it's like maybe in the morning or it's like you've gotten into bed and mm -hmm. you're just like, I have no energy. And you could just like reach over and just like, <laughs> like put it on there. <laughs> be like, it's so hot if I could watch you do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go to bed. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, we like to end on the inappropriate here yes. in the Zentiki Lounge. <laughs> this is the end of the show. I, I hate to say it's already been an hour. Now, I did promise that we're going to listen to the Hula Girls, my mm -hmm. favorite song, Volcano, here at the end, right after we're done chatting. Go to ZentikiLounge.com, check out the website, uh, and also consider buying our rocks, glasses, and t-shirts. I still have them in my garage, and they need to go because all the events have been canceled, so they haven't been going anywhere. Yes. And I would love for them to disappear. And also go on iTunes because we all know everybody's gone on iTunes at least once and you signed in once and you have an account and give us a five-star rating and then say whatever the heck you want in the comments. We don't care. Just do it. Yes. We keep telling people. Nobody listens to us. Describe in words. Makes me sad. How Starshine's voice makes you feel. Yeah. Kind of like. Would someone please do that? Yeah. EA from Texas, would you do that? <laughs> How does Starshine's voice make you feel when you hear it? Now I can't even talk about it. Her disembodied right now. voice through your headphones yes. or your car on your long drives. Yes. And uh, here, say something to tantalize him just to write the review. Mm, I don't know if I have anything tantalizing to say. What should I talk about? Grape nuts again? Say the M word. The M word. Moist? I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sunshine made me say moist for you, EA. There you go. Anywho, uh, last but not least, uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're just listening by clicking the play button on the website. And also, go ahead and pick up your friend's phone and subscribe them to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, fuck your friends. We need reviews. Through whatever yeah, podcasting you know, you app. Know, you know their uh, security code. It's fine. Totally, their passcode. Totally, it's fine. Uh, but here we are. So end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Here come the Hula Girls with Volcano. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.
try. 